welcome to the Fifth Dimension of Business podcast. I'm your host, Ariana, and my intention with this show is to help you integrate the practical and magical sides of building an intuitive business. You can think of it like intuitive business school, but with a teacher who wants you to think for yourself, you know? So let's dive in. This is going to be fun. Hello, 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 my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Fifth Dimension of Business podcast. As always, I am so excited that you are here and that you've chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today. If you haven't met me yet, my name is Ariana, and I'm the host here on the show. I'm also the founder of the 5D Business Collective, which is the company that powers this podcast. So today we're talking about a little bit of a heated topic within the world of spiritual and conscious entrepreneurship. And we're talking about intuition versus strategy. Are we meant to build our businesses intuitively? Is there room for strategy? Does strategy stifle intuition? We're going to dive into this and answer some of these questions because this is something that I feel really strongly about. And it's also something that I have been really playing with and experimenting with myself over the years. I've shared before, you know, I've been in this entrepreneurial game for quite a while now up to this point. I'm in my ninth year of entrepreneurship, which is both not a long time and also feels like a really long time. And when I started my business, it was very not intuitive. Um, It was filled or fueled by a lot of passion, a lot of excitement, a genuine desire to be of service. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no clue about anything related to business, but I knew I wanted to help people. And I was very much of the mindset of like, well, let's just try this thing and see what happens. But there was also a lot of looking to others for advice. I downloaded basically every single freebie and webinar and workshop that you could find about building an online fitness business back in the day. I did tons of courses. I worked with coaches and mentors. And, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of these things. Um, I wouldn't be a coach and a mentor if I didn't think that there was value in it. I wouldn't create courses if I didn't think that they were helpful. I wouldn't still sign up for freebies if I didn't think there were things to be gained from them. However, it's a really fine line between engaging with these things to learn a new skill, to learn something that you don't know that you don't know, and engaging in these things because you're looking for everyone else to give you the answers. You're looking for everyone else to tell you the next right for you step. It's essentially a difference between, am I doing this to pick up some new knowledge and some info that I maybe don't yet have? Or am I doing this because I'm trying to outsource my power and my direction to other people? And so over the years, as I've become more connected to my own intuition and I've learned how my intuition communicates with me, how my body communicates with me, I've been able to begin to operate from more of that space. And I would say within the last 11 months, so at the time of recording this, it is the middle of June of 2022, and I went on maternity leave at the start of July in 2021. It didn't work really for the first three months. For the next three or so months, it was kind of actually, you know, really like for the next like nine months, it's been pretty light. Like I haven't been doing a whole lot on the work front. And I've been very much in this flow state. So having an idea of what needs to be done during the week, you know, I still stay organized on what are my my big rocks that I'm working on in my business? What are the big needle movers? What are the little steps within each of those that need to be done? But it's been very 
um, flowy in terms of when I get them done, how I get them done, the specifics of each. You know, it's really been more of a, okay, cool, so today's Monday. I'm going to see when I have a block of time and I'll get those three things done that need to be done. And for me, it has kind of worked over the last year. Like I've gotten some, like most of the important things done. I've definitely dropped some balls for sure. Um, I think we could also blame mom brain and just adjusting to life of being a mother. Um, However, what I know is that I do thrive with some structure. I thrive with a schedule. I thrive with a plan. And I don't thrive with like this super rigid structure and schedule that I used to have where I would plan my day literally to the minute like I had my bathroom break scheduled in and everything. It was I, I don't thrive in that way. But I do thrive with knowing what my main priorities are and when I'm going to do them. That's me. That's how I work best. I am a Capricorn, so I love I love organization. I love the plan. I love knowing what my my goals and my intentions are and working towards them. And within my human design profile, I'm also more on the specific side of things. So when you if you look at your human design profile, if you're not familiar with it, if you've never looked up your human design chart, um, there's things like Jovian Archive. That's usually where I go and look at mine, and you can get a free human design profile um, generated for you based off of your birth date, birth time, and birth location. And you can have a wealth of information at your fingertips that will really help you make sense of yourself and how you operate within the world. So if you've never done that before, I would really, really encourage you to do so. Um, We have an amazing human design reader within our community, Juliana of Inner Wisdom Wellness, if you ever want a personalized reading. However, you can get a lot of information for free simply by looking at your chart and reading about it online. So with the arrows on your human design chart, based on the direction that they're pointing in, you're either meant to be specific or non-specific. So you can be a specific manifester where you say, oh, I want, I'm manifesting three clients with this program and we're going to work together this many days per week. Or you can be a non-specific manifester in terms of knowing that you, you want to work with three more clients in any way that they come. For me, I'm specific on all of the things. So I'm specific on the way that I'm supposed to schedule, on the way that I'm supposed to manifest. And so knowing this about myself and knowing how things have worked for me in the last year, I know that I thrive with a little bit of schedule. I heard somebody say once on a podcast, they talked about this concept of having structure to flow within. And that really lands to me. It's like we can have the outline of the picture and then we can color inside the lines in whatever colors and designs and using whatever materials we want. And that's really how I am needing to go about my schedule moving forward is having the container that I will be doing my work within each day. So I'm setting aside four hour blocks a few days a week and then um, one or two two hour blocks in the evening after my baby goes to bed. So working about 15 hours a week and Again, knowing my priorities, knowing what needs to be done in the week, I will fit those into those four-hour blocks. Um, The four-hour blocks are not fully set and scheduled. I'm not podcasting from 9.32 to 10.15 or anything like that. I am just outlining my targets for the day and I'm operating within that structure. 
So this is how we can begin to look at the conversation of intuition versus strategy. Oftentimes we feel as though there isn't space for both. That we are either highly intuitive and creative and flowy, or we're more logical, linear, and structured. But I actually view this as a spectrum. So at the one end, we do have somebody being in that completely intuitive state. Every single decision is made through intuition. You wake up in the morning. What do I feel like doing in my business today? When it comes to content, what does my community need to hear from me? What offers do I feel like promoting? What ways am I going to show up and be of service? How am I going to be of service to myself today? And then on the completely opposite end of the spectrum, it's waking up knowing exactly what you're doing throughout the day, exactly when you're doing it, and exactly how you're doing it for like every single thing from getting dressed to eating breakfast, like knowing what you're going to wear, knowing what you're going to eat, knowing what time you start work, knowing how long every single activity is going to take you. And it's kind of exhausting. I, I lived that life, like I said. So we don't have to be either of these extremes. In our world, we have like lost room for the gray area. There, The gray area apparently does not exist. I think of uh, Mean Girls and she's like, the limit does not exist. The gray area does not exist in our current um, world of divisiveness and polarity. And we do live in a polarity universe. There are two opposite ends of the spectrum. However, we are able to find a home somewhere in the middle. We might lean towards more towards one side than the other, and that's okay. But there is, there is space for both. There is room for the and. And I had to remind myself that. I have the ampersand tattooed on my arm. I got it done like four years ago because I often would find myself operating in this, well, I can only be this or I can only be that. And life gets really, really exhausting when you feel like you need to fit yourself into a box, when you feel like you have to fit in some narrowly defined extreme that lives on two sides of the spectrum. Wouldn't it be great if we could find a home somewhere in the middle or at certain seasons of our lives, we could flow closer to one end and then at other seasons, we could flow closer to the other. So it's less about a conversation of should I be strategic or should I be intuitive and more a conversation of how do I integrate both strategy and intuition in a way that works best for me and my unique energetic blueprint. This will be a little bit different for everybody. I can't tell you the exact steps to combine intuition and strategy. You might be a non-specific manifester. You might be a non-specific scheduler. You might be an Aquarius. And I know because I have an Aquarius moon and Aquarius rising, there is an element of F you. Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do it my own way. Um, Court, if you're listening, you know, I also had Court who worked for me for social media. And there was definitely sometimes a little, not even like butting heads, but just a difference in the ways that we see the world when I would want to invite in some more structure and planning, whereas Court likes to operate more from the intuitive aspect. And when I... Court, if you're listening, I hope you don't mind that I'm using you as an example. When I look at the way that Court operates, she still does have her her structure within there. She has really worked to bring in some systematizing and some scheduling in the way that she batches content, um, in the ritual that she has for sitting down and batching content and intuiting what wants to come through for the month ahead. 
she uses more of her intuition in that process, but there is still some, some structure there. Whereas for me, when it comes to creating content and batching out content for the month, I will sit down, I will look ahead at what's coming up for the next month or three months. I'm about to try to batch for the next quarter. I don't know how well that's going to work, but at least for the next 30 days, what I will do is I'll look ahead. Okay, what, what's coming up? What are the events that we have going on? What are some of the cosmic events that I want to talk about, such as a change in seasons or the full moon or the new moon? What offers am I promoting? And I'll map those into my calendar. And then I will brain dump the content that I'll need for those things. So so what are the pillars that I need to have? Well, I need something to promote this. I want to have some business affirmations for the new season. I want to have a full moon ritual. I want to have some new moon affirmations. Okay, cool. Now what's left? Where do I need content? Okay, let me tap into my intuition. What does my community need to hear? What's my intention? How do I want to show up? What are the things that I want folks to feel, experience, or walk away from after they come into contact with my content this month? And what what content, what things can I talk about? What ways can I share that will allow them to experience those things? So I would say that for me, there is more structure, there is more planning, and I still leave space for intuition. If a day comes and, I don't know, let's say something in the world has happened and it feels kind of tone deaf to share that piece of content, or maybe it's not relevant, or maybe I feel really inspired to share something completely different, I leave room for that. It doesn't mean that, oh, well, this is on the plan, so I have to share it. No, like the plan can change. Just because we have a plan doesn't mean it's set in stone. But what this does, and I'll say this specifically for me, but I know that I'm not alone in this, is that having this plan and knowing knowing what needs to be done, at least like the non-negotiables, knowing the important things that need to be done, having an idea of what I want to talk about on stories each week, it makes things easier for me. I make so many decisions in a day for my baby. I have so many things on my mind. I run two businesses. I run a household. I have my baby. My partner's still home with me for another six weeks until he goes back to work after parental leave. So I have kind of like two two humans that I'm navigating here. Um, And then I have my own personal things that I'm wanting to stay on top of as well, like my own wellness goals, planning my daughter's birthday, getting outside, taking care of my dog. I don't want to have to sit down and be like, hmm, what am I going to post about today? No, I don't need to make more decisions. I like to have my meals planned out for the week. I don't prep everything and um, put it all into containers like I used to and stuff like that. But I like to have the list so I just know what I'm eating for each meal so I don't even have to think about it. It's the same thing with the content. The fewer decisions that I have to make in a day, the better I feel. It gives me more energy, more life, more resource for the bigger decisions that I need to make. If, For example, if I'm presented with an opportunity in my business and I need to feel into it, intuit it, um, look at both the logical things that that decision entails at least I haven't spent the day making a bunch of other BS decisions around, well, what am I going to post today? Okay, so what am I going to do today next? All right, well, what's the next thing I'm going to do? No, it allows me to use that higher brain function for the things that actually ask of it. 
Now, what are some of the other ways that we can combine intuition and strategy within business? You may know, or maybe you set the intention that four times a year, you want to launch something. You want to go through the experience of creating a free experience for folks, of doing kind of like a a bigger push of promotion on a certain offering. And you wanna do that four times in a year. Well, you could do this a little bit more planned and meticulous and structured and maybe plan out at the beginning of the year what those offerings are gonna be. How are you going to promote them? What's that launch experience going to be like? Or you could do it a little bit more on the intuitive front. You could know that four times throughout the year, you're going to be promoting something. And maybe the quarter before or even that quarter, you're going to feel into your intuition. You're going to ask spirit, what is it that wants to come through me today? What is the offering that I'm going to focus on for this quarter? How can I best serve my community as I promote this offering? We could look at planning out our year in the same way. You could plan out all of the big events and things that you're going to do for the year at the start of the year. So January or perhaps um, in March at the start of the astrological new year. Or you could have a general framework. Again, you could set intentions. I want to launch something twice a year. I want to host a retreat this year. I want to run a group coaching program this year. And use your intuition to feel into when that feels right for you, when the time to launch and create that group program is, when the time to do your retreat is. For some folks, that would work really, really well. For me personally, that doesn't because my brain will get so full and I will just forget. It'll be December and I'll be like, oh right, I was going to do a group program and run a retreat this year. Oops, maybe I'll do that next year. And I, I don't like to operate in that way. Other folks, they're really great at that. I, that's just not my strength and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with allowing yourself to be flowy and intuitive and not having the structured plan if you're genuinely following through on the things that you've identified as meaningful to you. Now that's the really important key here because for me, I love actually being in flow. I love starting my day and being like, I have no plans today. What would I like to do? Like, it's been really fun to um, take Luna to the pool or like go hiking or just like laze around all day and kind of do nothing. But I also know that I like drop a lot of balls. I'm not getting as much done as I could be. And it's not that it's all about um, productivity, but I'm also not doing some of the things that are important to me. So in your quest to operate from an intuitive place, to be in flow, I want you to really be honest with yourself and ask, is this the most effective way for me to create the things that are meaningful to me, to follow through on the things that are meaningful to me, to do the things that I actually need to do to thrive in this current 3D existence? And if the answer is no, If you're finding yourself spinning your wheels and you are not getting done things that are important to you, this might be an invitation to ask it to invite in more structure, more strategy. Where can I bring in a little bit more of strategic thinking? Doesn't mean we have to get rid of the intuition, as I have said before, but perhaps this is where we can look at, okay, cool. How can I be more strategic with how I set up my week? Maybe a little bit more strategic with how I set up my day or even just a couple hours in the day. Maybe I'm more strategic with how I spend my first hour of work on a Monday and then I leave more room for flow through the rest of the week. 
if the idea of bringing in strategy or structure gives you this kind of like little heebie-jeebie feeling, but you also aren't getting things done, let, let it be a baby steps approach. Where can you be just a little bit more strategic? And just because we feel resistance towards something doesn't mean that it's not beneficial to us. I feel a little bit of resistance around having my set working hours each week. You know, I love, I love doing things during the week. I love going hiking on a Tuesday morning or a Thursday morning because there's less people out on the trails than there are on a Saturday. And so when I think about scheduling a work block from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. on a Thursday, my mind is like, ugh, but what if it's sunny and I want to go hiking? It's like, okay, cool. Well, that's fine. Then I just don't go hiking that day. But the beautiful thing is, is that when all of my work from that container is done, I don't have to think about work anymore. I can go and do whatever I want to do. It actually creates more spaciousness and more freedom in the rest of my life. So even though I feel a little bit of resistance to it, my body's kind of like, ugh, do we have to? In the end, I know that it's best for me. I talked about this on a recent episode. It might have been last week's episode. But um, just because something feels difficult or we're experiencing resistance doesn't mean that it's not aligned. Resistance can actually be a really good indicator that there is something that we're onto, that the thing we're maybe resisting is something that's actually really important to us. The There's a book called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. It is an amazing book. It's one that I recommend to many of my clients. And he actually speaks to resistance and the creative process and how experiencing resistance is such a normal part of working with the muse. And he shares a lot of strategies for ways to not work against resistance, but really work with it. So if you find that resistance comes up a lot in your own practice, I would highly, highly recommend that book. It's The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, but getting a little bit off topic here. So what, what are some steps that we can utilize to find more or find harmony between intuition and strategy? And I use the word harmony instead of balance because in my mind, balance implies an equal of each side and there, there really won't be equality here as I said we're going to flow a little bit on this spectrum moving from more intuitive to more strategic at certain times and so the first thing I would do is if you don't already know it I'd encourage you to look up your human design profile look at all the cool things look at your type look at your strategy look at your numbers but look at those arrows what directions are they pointing Um, and find out if you work better on the specific side when it comes to scheduling or on the non-specific side Then take an honest audit of the intentions that you've been setting for your business and where you've been following through and where you've been falling kind of short. What's working for you in the ways that you're currently running your business? What feels really good? What are you actually following through on and feeling really great about your results with? What's not feeling good? Where are you setting intentions and not following through on them? Where are you finding yourself at the end of the week being like, oh shoot, I forgot to do those 15 things that I wanted to do at the start of the week. Take an honest look at that. And you know, it might be a little bit uncomfortable to look at these things, but sometimes we have to kind of get uncomfortable in order to create some meaningful change in our lives. Once you've done that audit, you can then begin to perhaps use your intuition to ask where you can invite in some more strategic thinking. Set a little ritual around it. Clear with your favorite plants. 
maybe get a little bit comfy get your body really centered feel the connection between your body and the surface that's supporting you orient yourself to the environment that you're in close your eyes focus on your breath and then ask where can i invite in some more strategy where would i benefit from more strategic thinking What does my dance between intuition and strategy look like? Allow yourself to remain open to what comes up. You might be surprised. You might be kind of resistant. That's okay. Jot down everything that came through and write down how you feel about those things. Is there a starting point that you're willing to start with? Maybe this could be a phased out plan. So maybe if I've been fully in flow and fully intuitive, Maybe I'll bring in just a couple strategic hours a week and I'll try that for a month. I'll see how that feels. And if that feels good, then for the second month, maybe I'll bring in even a little bit more strategy. Maybe I'll be a little bit more strategic around how I plan my month and I'm going to see how that feels. And if after that month, if I feel good, maybe then I'll have a general outline for how I want to show up that quarter for the themes that I'll talk about, for the offerings that I will share, for the ways in which I will share them. And then maybe from day to day, the little nitty gritty bits, the things I will actually say on social media, the words I'll use in my content, the videos I'll create, maybe that will be intuitive. Maybe my intuition comes as I'm writing and batching my content. Maybe my intuition comes into play when I'm working with a client and I listen to what they're saying, what they're not saying, what their body's telling me, what my guides are telling me, and I use my intuition in that way to support my client. Intuition doesn't always have to be around how we plan and how we show up. Sometimes intuition can come through in how we hold space in how we actually work with our craft and how we allow ourselves to be led. We can still wake up and ask each day, what will you have me do? How will you have me serve? Allow me to be a vessel for you. Allow me to be guided by you. We can still set those intentions in the morning and have the containers within our days. We can still have those clearly identified working hours. We can have those identified priorities. And we can still be led by the forces that we can't see as we go about and do the things that we know need to be done. While also leaving room for the magic and the things that need to be done that we don't yet know about. So my friend, my question for you is where where is your dance between intuition and strategy? What comes up for you when you think about creating harmony between both sides? Does the thought of using your intuition give you a little bit of resistance because maybe you're used to planning everything? On the flip side, does the thought of bringing in some strategy and some structure give you major resistance because you've been used to being in flow with everything? And what will support you as you allow yourself to Find your space on the spectrum at this season of your life in between the intuition and the strategy. I would love to hear from you on this. Come find me over on Instagram at 5D Business Collective and let me know what landed from this for you. Where have you been operating from and where do you think it would be best for you to move forward from? 
how are you going to find a way to integrate a little bit more intuition and a little bit more strategy into your day to day? I'd love to hear from you. So come find me, come say hello, and let's dive into a little chat about it. So my friend, I will leave you with that for today. Um, As I said, come chat with me on Instagram. Love hearing from you. It's been really great to receive some messages from you and to know that what we're sharing here is really landing. Um, It really just warms my heart because I am allowing a lot of what I share to be intuitively led within my overall plan and framework. So I'm just really, really grateful to know that um, you're enjoying the content and that it's, it's making sense. So my friend, as always, thank you so much for your time and your energy and for allowing me to hang out in between your ears. I will be back most likely next week, but maybe not (laughs) with another episode of the Fifth Dimension of Business podcast. Have an amazing day.